Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast, Amy. Can you believe it's been one year? Can't believe it. I mean, the idea for this podcast really came to be years ago when Mm -hmm. you and I used to sit in my office and talk about having a podcast one day. I think at one time we even talked about like having a blog and the perspectives we could bring. And so the seed was planted back then, but... Last year, we finally had the opportunity to bring it to life. Right. And I'm excited to talk today about, you know, what we've learned in our first year of podcasting, because I think, and tell me if you agree with me, the vision of what we have for it now is a little bit different than when we started, right? Yeah. I think in like the best way possible, though, I think it grew in such a way that as we kept on recording episode after episode, we realized kind of where like our comfort zone was of where we wanted to continue to talk about certain topics and like provide certain content. And it's been really cool to kind of see how we've settled in a bit and kind of commanded the area that we want to command and not try to make it something that just doesn't feel right to us. Right. Yeah. Cause in the beginning, I think we had more of a focus on, um, business and legal topics. And we knew we wanted to incorporate personal topics, Mm -hmm. but as we went along, just so everybody knows, like, so we look at the different, you know, subjects that we're talking about and Alyssa sends us every week, our stats. So we can look back and see which episodes did better, uh, which, which episodes had more downloads and listens. And it's usually we've learned over the past year, the topics that are more personal, like the topic of, you know, the work-life balance or what'd you call it? Boundaries, Um, boundaries. topics like that. And always when we have a guest on, we we've seen that people like when we, when we interview people on the podcast. So, you know, we also want to be cognizant of what people want to hear about. So we look at which episodes are listened to the most, and we try to come up with topics along those lines that we think people will want to listen to. Yeah. And it's been fun because it's all stuff that we would want to talk about anyway. It's not like we don't want to give the insight on these certain topics. So it's been really fun to be able to have great feedback from people and saying like, I love those personal topics, or I could totally relate to, you know, the episode talking about overextending yourself. And wow, you gave me like an insight that I should really take pause and and reevaluate some things. So it's been really cool to see that the experiences that we have are being shared by people that listen to the podcast. But there are some things that we have learned, like tips <laughs> um, yes. along the way. If you are thinking about starting a podcast or have ever wanted to start one, this one you pointed out this morning was that podcasts grow very slowly. Like unless you're Mel Robbins, who's coming out with a podcast in, I think in the fall, yeah. um, who will have a million subscribers in the first day, unless you're her, it's not going to be instant success. 
And we heard that from other people who had podcasts before we started, Mm -hmm. that it grows very slowly. It can be disheartening, right? It can be. You know, it's funny because you're like looking at the first few episodes and there aren't that many people. And you're like, okay, well, this person told me that they've listened to it. So that's one. Laura and I each listened to it, you know, so we like joked about it. But really anything that is worth doing is going to grow over time. It's not going to be an instantaneous overnight success. Unlike like she's like you said, somebody like Mel Robbins has been teasing that she's coming out with a podcast in months and she's got such a base. So she's going to have five bazillion listeners. Exactly. But if you have that kind of base or foundation, yeah, you might actually get more people listening in, but just because you don't necessarily have the numbers to match doesn't mean that you're not making an impact. We always said this too. Yes, like if, we could just help, if we could help one person that's making an impact in somebody else's life and being able to share our experiences could help one other person feel better about where they are or feel like they have other people just like them. That's always been like our goal. So for us, yeah, the numbers, you can study them and you can try and, you know, chase those numbers, but really what you should spend your energy on is making sure that you're putting out like really great quality content that people are going to want to listen to and then come back for more. Yeah. Because I've had people say things to me about certain episodes, like, thank you so much for doing that episode. It really helped me. I had like a light bulb moment. And even if it's just that one person that Mm -hmm. made that comment that we were able to help through that episode to me, and I know to you too, it's totally worth it because we have had so many different experiences over the years as lawyers, as moms, as working moms, um, that we feel we learned lessons through. And we wanted to be able to share those lessons with the hope that it would help somebody else, maybe, you know, help somebody else through the same thing that we were going through. And maybe they could take something that we learned and use it in their own life. So even if it's just that one person that it helps, you know, for me, it's worth it. And I guess to come on here and talk with you every week. So I know it's a nice way to break up kind of like our lawyer life too, that Laura and I like can just have the time where we have our coffee chats again, where we are just talking about things that are really important to us and hopefully can help somebody else. Um, And I've had people say, I just one quick, I've had people say to me, why are you, you don't get money. Like you don't get paid for doing this. And the answer is no, we don't. And that just shows how passionate we are about it. Like we take time every week to record these episodes. We do, it's not something we get paid for. It's not something we could bill a client for. It's just us coming on here to share what we've learned because really our purpose is trying to help other people. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I was going to say that our second tip too, is that we invested in equipment that we thought was going to be really helpful for us. So we had our social media manager last week on our podcast talking about her editing our podcast. And that's something that we also, just because of the way that our regular work day goes, we were just not willing to spend the time right now trying to figure out how to edit the podcast, upload it and do all that stuff. Not saying that we wouldn't try and figure it out ourselves, but that's one way that we invested into the podcast is that we felt it important to have somebody that we knew we could trust to take the content and and make sure that it is edited properly. So it was one thing. The second thing we did is we both invested in 
a microphone for ourselves. There's so much equipment out there that you can do depending on like the, I guess the level of like intensity that your podcast is or how crucial it is to your brand. But for Laura and I both, we invested in a high quality microphone. Of course, I don't have it today with me. (laughs) because I'm in the office today, but it's great. And it's, it's definitely improved the quality and the sound and see Laura has hers and Laura normally travels with hers like everywhere we go. Yeah. But it's, um, something that again, like, like Laura said, we don't necessarily make any money off of the podcast itself. And that's not the goal of our podcast right now, but in order to continue to give the highest quality that we want to give, we want to rely on equipment that we think is get us there. So that was super important for us to do um, also. And what do I say? One of my biggest pet peeves is if I don't like the sound quality of the speaker on a podcast, it's hard for me to listen to. And even I've listened to some of our episodes and I'll say, Amy, I I don't like the way I sounded. It annoys me. And so when I first got a new laptop, remember, I couldn't hook up my microphone at first. Oh, devastation. Oh, (laughs) no, I hope. And I hate, I hate the way I sound on those episodes because I think the quality of the sound is so important. Um, So it's just these little things. And I think one other thing in terms of investing in stuff like a microphone, like we look at ourselves and even how much time we spend recording each episode. I think I'm jumping ahead in topics, but we look at ourselves and the things that we like and we say, okay, um, we think our audience is probably somewhat like us. So like, what are the things that bother us? What are the things that we like that we wanna make sure we're doing or not doing in each episode, right? Absolutely. Just going back to sound quality really quick. One of my favorite podcasters ever. And I think it's because I literally feel like he is talking in my ear because his sound quality is so good is Sean Stevenson of the model health. Oh my God. He sounds amazing. Amazing. Yep. And another person that I think sounds really incredible I mean, you know, I love Dave Ramsey. So Dave Ramsey is definitely up there because he has a full-blown studio that he records from for his radio show slash podcast. And then obviously Ed Milet, I love his sound quality, but you can also tell that they're oftentimes are interviewed, uh, interviews that he records. So you definitely get this like depth perception of like two people speaking to each other. So when we have guests on, we have been doing everything on zoom. There might be, there might become a point where we actually do it in person. So that's just, oh my God. Amazing. (laughs) So it's just a tip though, that if you are looking to record a podcast, be mindful of where you're recording from, where you're co-host or your guest speakers are going to be, are they going to be with you? Are they going to be over zoom or some other platform that you can record and figure out, you know, how that's going to work in terms of sound quality and, uh, and go from there. Yeah. And the next tip we have is something that was, I think a little bit hard in the beginning is don't be afraid to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. So, and that is, you know, within each episode, don't be afraid to just go with the conversation. Sometimes we'll have something planned and we'll dovetail off into something else. But in the beginning, because we both like plans so much, I think that was a little bit hard, at least for me, because if we got off track a little bit, I would, in my head, I'd be like, oh my God, okay, we're not following our bullet points. 
yeah. in the chat and it would, it would stress me out a little bit, but even in terms of that, and also in terms of topics, like if you see that certain topics aren't doing well, but others are, you know, mm-hmm. maybe focus on, you know, topics that relate to the ones that are doing better, but it's, it's hard. It's a hard lesson, but you have to go with the flow. Because honestly, at the end of the day, it's about like, what are you, what is your purpose behind producing the podcast episodes? Are you looking to give information freely? Are you looking to really connect with the people that are listening to it rather than just being perhaps like a one-off where somebody, you know, searches in their podcast and says, I want to find a podcast about contract disputes today. And there's probably a ton of lawyers that are talking about it, but is that really what your podcast is going to be? Is that what your goals are for the podcast? Like, so you have to be mindful of that. And I think the way that Laura and I figured this out was feedback was one huge way that we realized what right. was working and what wasn't working, but also you have to kind of tune into what fans the flames of your creativity too. We found so much excitement to talk about the topics that like us as lawyers would not necessarily be expected to talk about. Like, health, nutrition, wellness, fitness, food. food. The episode we did about nutrition. I mean, how many times can I talk about my coffee obsession on this podcast? <laughs> like everybody's going to know, but things that really are so authentically us. So it kind of goes back to like our first point of podcast growing slowly. It's okay. If you're talking about the things that mean so much to you, because somebody out there that's listening is likely going to relate to you. So we are just of the mindset now that we kind of just like go with the flow. We feel how we're feeling that week. And most of the time it's because we have an experience that week that Laura's like, let's talk about this because I need to get this off my chest. <laughs> and it goes true. into a whole episode. Yeah, it's true. And along the same lines of what you were just talking about being authentic, yeah. I think as attorneys in our profession, people worry about what they look like. Did they say too much? Did they give away too much personal information? What are people going to think about them? And I think in the beginning, it was a little bit hard, hard, but to share about personal topics because we were, you know, of the mindset that we wanted it to be professional. Right. And so I know I was worried about veering too far from that because we wanted it to be professional, but that wasn't really authentic to us. Yeah. And as we went along, I think we've lightened up a little bit, so to speak, in being more authentic and talking about the things that are true to us, like, you know, being working moms and the experiences we've had and being women in this profession. And I think that it helps our listeners to hear us be authentic because a lot of times when you see things on social media and you hear things on a podcast, you wonder like, is this person really being honest? Like, are they being true? And we have definitely come a long way from the beginning. Not that we weren't honest in the beginning, but being more relaxed about it and being more authentic in discussing personal topics and how we really feel about them. Right. Yeah. Like I think it was, it, no, not with Alyssa. Maybe it was two weeks ago when we were talking about the work-life boundaries and, you know, just saying like, in my opinion, the reason there are not a lot of female partners at the top is because 
for women who have children, it's really hard. And, you know, people might be offended by that, but that's how I feel. And that's how I see it. So I think that as we've gone on, it's become a little easier for us to talk about these personal topics. Would you agree? Yeah. And I also want to say too, that we were worried about coming across professional, but also because there is like a box of certain topics that were like, okay for lawyers to talk about without going too deep. And then it being like a point of vulnerability that somebody else would use against you. I think that's what Laura is trying to get at because we know in our profession that everything we say can be misconstrued or can be interpreted to our detriment or to our benefit. So we were more nervous. I think about our colleagues tuning in to say, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that they talked about all that stuff. And what do I always say? Like, who cares? Who cares what they think? Because I don't care if it doesn't relate to you per se, not in a bad way, but like, I don't take it personal because this just means that that podcast episode isn't for you. This means that you're not going to tune in every week and that's okay too. So we totally reached a point where it was just, we're trying to do this and have this be the foil to our crazy lawyer life that can sometimes be so stressful. It's a really great outlet for us in that way. Yeah. Um, so we've definitely come a long way since in the last year on that topic, but there are things that you can be consistent with and where you really don't need to go with the flow, so to speak, like the days that you're posting, the dates that you're posting. And, you know, we, I think at the beginning, did we release it on Thursdays? I can't remember what day it was, but we were toying back and forth of like, do we want to post it on a Monday? Do we want to post it in the middle of the week? And we had other podcasts that we were kind of like bouncing off of like, oh, I, I love looking forward to this on a Tuesday morning. I right. know that's what I'm going to listen to, right? Because a new episode will launch. Yeah. And I think with the help of Alyssa, and she talks about this last week, it became really clear that Mondays were a great day because people are like almost like trudging back into the work week and yeah. having a podcast release on a Monday is kind of something to look forward to on a Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah. So when you look at it, you know, it's a pick the day you want to release it on the same day every week or however often, if you're going to do twice a week, whatever, I think Brenda Rashard does three days a week. Um, But like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know what I'm saying? So the same day every week. And then also the length of the podcast. This is huge for me because (laughs) first of all, my attention span not longer than 20 minutes. So if I, if there's a podcast that's longer than that, like Ed, my, well, Ed, my, that's an exception, but his podcasts are usually an hour. So it takes me three days to get through them mm-hmm. because I don't have a solid hour during the week to listen. So we figured that since, and I think Amy will agree, like 20 minutes, like 18 to 20 minutes mm-hmm. is good for people. Um, especially one thing that changed during COVID was at least for me, I used to spend a lot of time in the car. So driving to court in Brooklyn or Manhattan, like to get there, it would take me two and a half hours. So it's like, you know, sitting in traffic for two hours, what am I going to do? I would listen to podcasts. And so once COVID happened and everything went virtual, I didn't have that anymore. So I didn't have that solid hour to listen to a podcast. And maybe that's why my attention span shrunk down so much. I don't know, (laughs) but I love like the the 20 minutes, right? 
And, and because people have their own like rituals and routines. So for me, I know that I'm normally listening to a podcast either now, especially post COVID or I don't know, we're still in COVID. Yeah. That's a third debate. Who knows? But I would normally listen to a podcast now a days if I'm in the shower or if I'm getting myself ready in the morning, getting my makeup on, doing my hair, I pop my AirPods in and I'm listening to it while I'm getting myself together. But I, like Laura, used to listen to a podcast on the way to work. I would listen to one on the way home. I told my husband, like, there's no reason for me to listen to the radio. I don't care what's happening on there because I'm normally always consuming a podcast or Christmas music. So there's that. But really that's, that's how people also listen to podcasts is like they tend to have their own groove. If it's either when they're working out or they're commuting, they're on the train, they're on the bus, whatever. So we, but we wanted to honor again, a listener like us, who's a mom, who's probably trying to shove her kids out the door first thing in the morning, but she wants something to like, kind of close out her morning routine. This is probably the sweet spot. Is that the 20 minute mark? Yeah. So we're always thinking about our audience and using like our own lives to like gauge what we think we should do. But to wrap it up, since we don't like to go more than 20 minutes, um, (laughs) the year, it, it really, like I have enjoyed so much and I look forward to recording these podcasts every single week. So, you know, I'm so happy that we're able to do this together. I think you would agree that you, you love it as well. Right. And I just want to thank our audience for spending the last year with us. Um, We've loved every second of it. And we look forward to bringing you 52 more episodes over the next year. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.